3: We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
4: This one is called The Pants. Take 8.
1: Yoga!
3: Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed.
1: Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Yeah. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Yes, it does. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from middle school studios in downtown Culver City. The heart of Screenland. Yes, and by the uh, YouTube viewers can see that we have our coats
4: on, so you know it's gotten into the low 60s around here.
1: Yes, I think it's 75 today. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, uh, today's episode is Stop in the Name of the Law. And why is that, Ed?
4: Well, with faith, patience is transformed from waiting into enthusiastic anticipation. In the meantime, our job is to enjoy life and take care of the basics, i.e. eating when we are hungry and resting when we are tired. And we are very excited because Officer of the Law Unity Minister David McClure joins Daryl and Ed during the second segment to read and discuss today's daily word, which is patience.
1: You know what's amazing, Ed? I realized that we actually left out the one reading we were going to read.
4: Oh, the one from uh, Emmett Fox?
1: No, the one from A New Day. That was Halt.
4: Oh, well, that's probably good.
1: Well, I could dig it up if we
4: need it. Yeah, exactly. We haven't even done the show yet. We didn't leave anything out yet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So today's daily word is patience, and uh, we put together a little show called Stop in the Name of the Law. Because oftentimes we push through, we get off the beam, we're feeling impatient, There's a lot of different ways to supplies, but one of them is when we're trying to get something done, get something done, we're ignoring the fact that we're hungry, we're ignoring the fact that we don't feel good, we're pushing through, we're stressing about it, and there's nothing better that we could do at those moments than stop in the name of the law, because the law is that if we're inside feeling off and we're coming from a desperate, impatient place, uh, then things are likely, at some point, going to get derailed. And that's what we... We better to get off the rails, pull the you know, pull into the next train station, get off ourselves, go get something to eat. The Emmett that I was talking about was he has a nice little reading about how the people who drive the trains in the oh, morning yes. when they he he noticed at the end of the day they would get off of the train refreshed. You whereas, mean the,
1: bell, the 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 train um, engineers. The engineers yeah. and, the, and the 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 guys who work the cars. Yeah, whereas the people who were
4: going to and from work or whatever look stressed out and tired and he said They, the people on the train that were stressed out and tired were taking the train, whereas the engineers and the people who were working the cars were allowing the engine to take the train. Yeah, because
1: it was just another
4: day of work for them. That's right. And when we're doing things and we allow the engine within us, the creative flow of God to do the work and we, and we feed the engine in the, you know, in all the right ways and we, we get rest when we need to rest then good things happen rather
1: naturally. That's right. Uh, The reading I was talking about from A New Day has to do with HALT, which you hear a lot in 12-step groups. Oh, dude, is that a line dancing committee? It is a dance. Okay. It's actually uh, never allow yourself or always watch, listen to your body, listen to your mood. Yes, But don't jump to conclusions with your mood Without checking these four things first, are you hungry, angry, lonely, or tired? Right. Because chances are when we're feeling off or think something is just, oh, my God, I can't believe this terrible thing. How am I going to do this? What's going on here? It's usually just as simple as we're hungry. (laughs) I'm laughing because... we're lonely. Well, he's
4: taking care of hungry. Yeah, because not everyone can see... Jeff Comfort is listening to Daryl Ed immediately. He's grabbing for his bag of Cheetos. He's throwing them down into his mouth. He realized he was hungry, so he's taking care of that.
1: Well, I'll just give you an example. Not too long ago there was a guy He was he was he was a newlywed, a, I guess an acquaintance of mine, and he was going off on how he can't believe it. This was the biggest mistake he ever made. Yeah. And he was just going nuts about get, being married and moving. Right. He should never bought a house. His goal was to be an actor. Right. So for some reason, it, it I, th- I had this sneaking suspicion because it was about noon. Yes. And I said, have you eaten yet? No, it's nothing to do with eating. And I said, no. When was the last time you ate? Like, I had a bagel and cream cheese. I said, when did you have a bagel and cream cheese? Oh, my gosh. That's the and, oldest trick in the and book. And then he said, he said, oh, it was about 8 o'clock this morning, but I'm fine. I said, listen, man, do yourself a favor. Please just go eat first. Don't do anything. Don't make any phone calls. And I guarantee you, you'll realize that there's nothing horrible going on here. Yes. And unlike Daryl and Ed, who easily surrender and say, all right, you're right, I'm hungry. Mm -hmm. Like even me and my wife, Lori. If, if, if she notices something going on in my thinking, the first thing she goes, are you hungry? And I don't argue with him. I go, you know what? You're right. I'm hungry. Like, I just surrender to it. Because yes. nine times out of ten, it's I'm hungry. Or she goes, are you tired? And I go, yeah, yes. right, right. I'm tired. Let me take right. a nap. Well, this guy said, well, it, it can't be that easy. Besides, you know what? I need to process these emotions. So I'm going to go sit at the beach and just digest this and marinate in it for a while. And I was just like, you know what? Have at it.
4: It's funny that he used the word digest that was exactly what he needed to do when it wasn't I know. his issues he needed to digest he, he needed the digest the burger or whatever it was and
1: you know what I can't force anyone to do this just like no one could have forced me As a matter of fact the first time I had this experience I was ranting and raving about some problem I had I could even see where I was in Waikiki I was walking yes. with Mike Dugan right and he said you know what you're hungry I said I'm not hungry because we're going to McDonald's and we're getting you a, a a Big Mac. Uh-huh. I said, "That's unhealthy food." He said, Daryl, this is for psychological purposes. This is an emergency. You're going to go eat." And I, so I was just like, "Screw this old fart!" But uh-huh. I went in there and I ate the Big Mac. Yes. And as soon as I was done, I was like, "Ah, oh. yeah." And he goes, "See, how do you feel now?" I go, "I feel much better." He goes, "See," but I couldn't believe how even I was like reluctant.
4: Yeah,
1: I, it's, I was thinking
4: about this earlier on, our, on my way over here. It's it's really patience is our natural. State when we're in harmony with, yes. with ourselves and with God. It's not, it's not like you're sitting there going, like they're talking about this, this word patience. It's not like we sit around and go, I'm just going to sit here and, and lovingly sit in because I know it's coming. No, while patience is like we're living a full life. We're not even, we don't keep watching the pot till it boils. We don't keep worrying, is it going right. to happen? But we're living life and doing other things. I mean, it, it can translate down into patience, but really it comes down to impatience, which is an indicator that my thinking has gotten offline, which could be any of the hunger, anger, loneliness, or tired, or whatever it is. I mean, just yesterday I was in the ocean uh, surfing, and my mind was going through so many things. Um, I think because so much good is happening in my life, and my mind was just coming up with stuff, and the only thing that really helped me, I said, something so much bigger than what my mind is just chewing on right now is going on here, you know, something something so much more important and at first I that you know part of me was just didn't want to hear it but I just kept reminding myself something bigger and I didn't even know what I really meant but it was there's something so there's always a bigger plan going on that God has all of our best in store and in mind and we just like you said take care of the basics one step at a time eat. Well, yeah that's Do the, the email first. or whatever yeah. after once whatever send that email but wait till you eat Take a t- uh, like, even like a three-minute nap in your car if you're really tired and you're about to go into a meeting. Take all, take, like if you're feeling lonely, do something to anchor yourself, meditate well, or, or whatever. Call well, wish a friend. someone a happy birthday wish on Facebook. A happy birthday. Yeah, yeah all of these things can be remedied much more easily than we often think. And when we take the time to take care of ourselves, we we remember who we are. Then patience comes quite
1: naturally. Well, yes, because I instead of if you try taking the word impatient, because being patient isn't a badge of honor, meaning I'm being patient like you're packing a musket. Yeah. No, I, I from today's reading, which we're going to read in the second portion, the Daily Word, I saw the word when I find myself impatient or forcing. And out- I go, wait a minute. If I substitute the word impatient with fear, because yeah. that's all it is. And then realize, wait a minute. If I'm impatient, that means I'm afraid. Precisely, I'm not going to have a certain safe outcome or secure outcome somewhere. It could even be a vague feeling because I mean,
4: it could mean there's not enough for me. It's not going to get. I'm not going to get mine. I'm going to get in trouble.
1: Right. Whatever it is, and then go wait a minute. All I got to do if all my you know, physical needs are taken care of as far as food, sleeping, and those things. And if I'm still feeling impatient, then I know it's just a reminder, gently remind myself to trust in God. I I forgot God's in charge, and God is good, and everything works together for my highest good, always.
4: Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. People often say, oh, you work with special education. You must be very patient. I, I never think about it that way because I don't look at it that way. I don't sit there patiently waiting for these kids to change. I look at myself, and if I'm not feeling good, like I said, well, did I eat? Am I tired? Am I hungry? Why am I not enjoying this person who's so easy and naturally? When I'm in my loving, it's so easy to enjoy these people. It's not patience. I'm not saying oh, they're gonna they, they transform at their own time, and they may even do it faster because I'm just being loving and letting them be who they are. But it, it doesn't really feel like patience that no. some people will frame it that well, way. Yeah,
1: you can't treat impatience which is me trying to force my mental will yeah. to transform things with more willpower to stop my need to transform things well you know it's that's horrible
4: like, it's that is like um, one approach to teaching is it's all really all about me having goals and wanting other people to meet them and then and, and so it's really all that's where i can see people trying to misinterpret mis- mis- uh, it for for patience because if I thought about it that way, yeah, I'd be very patient, you know, cause then they eventually meet the goals I have for them. But no, that's not even that at all. It's, I know they're a perfect part of God's plan. I know I'm a, you know, God for some reason put me in this, called me to this job to do it and I do the best to do it lovingly and be grateful like you've helped me to do for the money I get for. It. It's not like I'm just going over there. You know what I mean? I get paid well. Handsomely. Handsomely. I got a lot of freedom as a result. So,
1: um, should we do our breathing? This Wait, is, one last we thing. we stop it's, for a moment here? Yeah, we're going to stop for a moment. But an old reading, and this is why we suggest you subscribe to The Daily Word, because we really get so much out of it. You yes. can get it for a bargain price right now for just the online one is only $5 oh, through, through yeah. The Daily Word that goes to your phone. Or order the paper subscription like Daryl and Ed do. Yes. We order all of them. And this one comes to your house. The reason we like the paper ones, you can get it extremely cheap at darrellanded.com. They have a special rate just for you for being fans of the show. But we like it because then you have these old ones lingering around. And this was just on top of my desk by the computer where we're doing our show here at middle school studios. And it's healing, which seems like it has nothing to do with today's topic, but the first two sentences have everything to do with it. And it's this, I trust in the healing power of God within. Healing is always in progress, no matter what appears to be happening on the outside. Underneath the surface, the energy of life is always unfolding toward wholeness. I trust in the process of healing for my body, mind, and soul. And that is so nice because it reminds me, wait a minute, everything, God is arranging my affairs now for my highest good. And it drops me down Like into the deeper waters of my mind, Mm -hmm. off the little choppy waves of "this isn't working out." Oh no, is this lady? I better. I don't know. I can't call him right now. Their line's busy. And I drop down. Everything's working out for good.
4: It is indeed the way I react and respond to the story going in my head.
1: Oh yeah, that
4: dictates my real experience. I may think the whole world's falling apart. But if I can see it clearly, it's all because there's some voice inside, a little chicken little voice inside of me yelling, oh, oh this is wrong. They're yes. judging me. Yes. But whenever, when, as soon as I take care of that. Yeah, because
1: it's not the outside. And that reading was from February 28th, 2015. Well, stop for a second, will oh. you? It's time for a breathing. Stop it. Right. It's time for a breathing. We were inspired by one. Uh, what was his name? Vanilla. He was He was a very popular van guru. Rip, Rip van. In the 80s. He said. The late 80s, almost 1990.
4: Vanilla Ice. Yes. Ah, I think he was brain. German. Von Illen Ice. Yes. Vanilla the- Ice. Oh, uh, vanilla ice. Oh, he's. Okay. All right. Let's take a breath. Ah. Uh, stop.
1: Collaborate and listen. Ah. Uh, stop. Collaborate and listen. Ah. Uh, stop. Collaborate and listen. Ah. Uh.
4: Yeah. Right. And that, and that, of course, that means, came from ice ice baby from ban- vanilla ice. And
1: that means we, we heard it today in our mind. We thought it's perfect cuz it means stop, like stop your panicking. Yes. Relax. Collaborate means reconnect
4: with God. Yeah, collaborate with the 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 source that's moving in the right direction. In right direction always. And
1: listen to that. And now we have our speaking of listen. We're going to do two readings yeah, and then so through, we got our break yeah
4: so why don't you go with the first one which is on this next
1: page here starts here oh no, no Oh, you're that. gonna read that you gotta read yeah that. i'll read that okay this is from the game of life by florence scovel shin all these readings will be on our website at darylned.com. just click yes. on script page or script show scripts right and this mentions
4: poise which is another word that i always thought of like maintaining a stiff upper lip in the face of adversity
1: but this gives a whole new Meaning to poise. I used to think that, too, until I read this. I used to think it meant, you know, stuffing the musket, pretending everything's good. That's how you do it. Yeah, right. It doesn't mean that at all. It means trust more. Yes. I've seen a student often keep his demonstrations through resistance or pointing the way. He pins his faith to one channel only and dictates just the way he desires the manifestation to come, which brings things to a standstill. (sighs) My way, not your way, is the command of the infinite intelligence. Like all power, be it steam or electricity, it must have a non-resistant engine or instrument to work through. And man is that engine or instrument. Over and over again, man is told to stand still. O Judah, fear not. But tomorrow, go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. You shall not need to fight the battle. Set yourselves Stand ye still and see the salvation of the Lord with you. The student's goal is poise. Poise is power, for it gives God power a chance to rush through man to will and do its good pleasure. Poised, he thinks clearly and makes right decisions quickly. He never misses a trick. And poise for me just means I'm just going to trust in God completely. Yes. And, And what's funny is we do act in miraculous ways. Yes, we when do. When I just throw the whole load into God's lap.
4: Yes, it's so true. And this I mean, and a lot of it is being willing for me to look look at whatever fears and all that stuff that's going on instead of dumping it on somebody else's lap. You know what I'm saying? Instead of reacting to it and giving somebody else a you know even a sob story or we call it a Gettysburg address or Any of that, it's just like wait a second. Take like go get a coffee or sit somewhere and eat or whatever. Take a small nap, but just let the steam out of the the kettle that's going, that's building up within myself first. That's poise. It may not feel like that in the moment, but from the outside, people go, "Wow, this guy really, really do does take care of like himself and learn learning to take care of our." It feels like like they're on overlook all. That we do to take care of ourselves because it doesn't feel like the hard work we think we should be no, doing. No, it feels good to take yeah. care of ourselves. And, and it actually helps us avoid all the hard work and strain yes. that would happen if we didn't take care of our, ourselves and our needs. If we didn't stop, collaborate, collaborate and, and listen. listen. All right, we will read the other reading at the beginning of the next segment. For now, let's go to the break. And uh, let's see here. We have coming up next, Officer of the Law, Unity Minister... David McClure joining Daryl and Ed to read and discuss today's daily word, patience. So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. This one is called the Pants. Take eight.
3: You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing.
1: Hey, stop. Yes, in the name of the law. And don't forget to...
4: Collaborate and listen. That's right. That's right. And the reading that we mentioned in the first segment is called The Coin of Joy, which is uh, from the book You by Francis Wilshire. And uh, I like this because it's. So it really is when we're in a state of joy, that's when we really uh are the most effective and that's why well joy is the strength of the lord i read that somewhere that's right and that's why it's important to eat when we're hungry so yes. get enough rest like i finally got, i got a good night's sleep the last couple of nights and my day went considerably smoother as a result and uh so the coin of joy says joy is the how you get what you want
1: you mean the how
4: the how yes pour joy through you by getting in the mood of delight Then think of the things you want and pour joy into them and you stimulate them into activity. This activity of joy is contagious. All things respond to the call of rejoicing. All things gather where life is a song. Always keep an attitude of joy and tiptoe expectantly toward whatever you want. Love, joy, and praise are feelings or coins that impulse what you desire into expression. They make the invisible bridge over which your good comes. This is the unfailing way of getting what you want. For love never faileth. that is from Francis Wilshire. And there's a little affirmation that I also like from the Catherine Ponder newsletter, which we received from, what is it, the Unity of the Desert or something? Unity
1: Worldwide.
4: Unity Worldwide. They're in Palm Springs. And uh, Catherine Ponder's affirmation says, I trust the universal spirit of prosperity to provide abundance for us here and now. God gives the increase.
1: Yes, and trusting in God is the only way I could really um, live a patient life. That's right. And trusting in God is really the way.
4: Is uh, when Einstein said something about the importance of the question: "Do you live in a friendly universe or yes. not?" That's the same thing. It means, like, basically, is life work? If, is life working for me on my behalf or not? Because if it is, it's takes. It's taken a lot for me to disarm my sort of self will of pushing against what I believe to be an unfriendly world. But as I let go of all of that work and just eat when I'm hungry and do the simple things that allows me to stay in harmony with with life, which is working on my behalf, then everything is actually much easier than I was making it before. Yes. Anything else? I forgot what I was going to say. It was so exciting. All right. Well, let's thank the listeners. Maybe it'll come back. Yes. Thank you listeners for uh, tuning in, enjoying the show. Yes, Daryl and I are grateful for that. We uh, we we saw uh, there uh, our stats earlier today for, and we noticed that in the the, like maybe it seemed like six weeks ago there was a little dip in downloads. But um, the reason we're bringing it up is because there was a it was a little bit of a glitch, right?
1: Right, with iTunes.
4: Yeah, so if any of you stopped trying to download at that time because of that, get back on, get back on, get back on it. Um. Anyway, so uh, let's see. So thank you again, listeners. We appreciate it. If you want to send us anything, you can send it to funniest thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. We got something in the mailbag. I think Gabby told me earlier from a fan through the P.O. Box. Yeah, we're going to read that later. We we love looking through the little window in our P.O. Box in downtown Culver City. And some of our fans, such as Sherry Knight and the Knight family, can attest to it being a
1: real thing. Yes, it was a real uh, P.O. box. And did you mention our website? I did not. Okay, you can find everything we talk about on today's show at DarylMed.com. If you go to the script page, you'll see all the readings from today's show and previous readings along with quick links to our YouTube page. There's cartoons, anything
4: that's mentioned on the show, pictures. i got to say, Daryl does a wonderful job putting these together. Every time he sends me the link and says, look, i got the new one up, Myself, reading back through the readings that we read today, I always just get a boost. It's incredible. So I highly recommend go to the show script page. You can click on any show. Just scroll down and read through it. It is like the best like, quick quick 30 seconds to three minute boost you, in, that you can ask for.
1: Well, something you reminded me of when you were talking about how uh, we take care of ourselves and patience is our natural state. And, you know, like Einstein's question, do we live in a friendly universe right. is the the main question we seek to answer yes and even though we have all this proof that life really does move in a positive direction yes you know underneath the surface right all life always evolves to continue to grow and flourish right yes and in spite of all that we it's still a conscious decision i must make true to trust in that yes and even in the 12-step groups Matter of fact, the third step in their 12 steps is the step that says made a decision, basically, to turn my life and will over to the care of God, which means really I'm choosing right now. Not it doesn't happen in a one time thing. You don't make that decision today. That's right. It means in any moment that I'm feeling off and all my other indicators have been satisfied, I'm not hungry, I'm not tired, but I'm feeling disconnected, then it's time to choose to reconnect with God. Choose to believe in positive outcomes. Yes. It's a decision. It's always a decision. And as soon as we make that choice, either through a little gratitude list or just consciously saying that, you know what, I'm going to choose to believe in positive outcomes. Even just saying that. My mind starts to shift back.
4: Yes, it's all about... Uh, there's, I was going to say that there's a lot, a lot of unlearning and relearning. I was just Actually, that was one of the things when I was in the water, I was talking to myself and getting myself, in, and I realized, I just told myself, stop reading the old meters the way you're used to reading them. Like, uh-oh, things are going so well. Part of me starts reading those meters and oh, starts running God. around and freaking out. I told myself, we don't even use those meters anymore. But that's what it's like. It's like going from the old fear model, to now we're not reading those meters or no. we're reading them differently now. All that means is, okay, we just need to... It's something simple. It indicates something. Some, simple, yeah, it's not something...
1: Yeah,
4: like night and day, like yeah, life and death. Yeah, it say, it, yeah. It,
1: yeah, it used to mean the engines are about to blow. Yes, and exactly. now it just means, oh, I think you need to eat. Now. That's right. Oh, I think you need to take a nap. Correct. I think you did enough working out for yes. today. You know, it just means it's more like, like
4: an indicator of the quality of our thoughts at that moment. Yes. And what do we need to do to get some better quality thoughts? thoughts going all right so let's thank our chief engineer jeff comfort because each week he takes us right into the comfort comfort zone. zone
1: oh thank god oh, man. he got his jet back he must have been way way out there well he has that little thing he straps on his body now it's, oh, it's yes. not the full jet it's just a little jet pack oh yeah. nice
4: yeah it's a great yeah yeah i think he got that for his birthday so he can keep up with those drones he likes to fly. oh
1: yeah he flies alongside them.
4: yeah so let's give a shout out to the prayer line which is 800 now pray 800-669-7729 because in the morning you wake up before I put
1: on my makeup, they'll say a little prayer for
4: you. Yeah. There's also an app you pray, the letter U, the word pray. It's free at the App Store where you can type in your prayers, but the prayer line is another way to take care of your basic needs because positive thinking, being knowing that you're living in a loving universe is a basic need.
1: You know what the prayer line's good for? What? I, there was something I read in one of our readings, and you probably know about this that the American in, Native Americans yep. had, I almost said American Indians. Which so is if, good too. If that got anyone's feathers ruffled, you know, sorry. All I right, didn't mean right. it in a harmful way. So, anyway, you never know what you're going to get. But anyway, it, they would have someone that was the faith keeper. Yes, and that would hold. You know what I mean? That oh, yeah, would just, I believe we read that now in Cohen recently. Yeah, and there was also someone at the UN that was a faith
4: keeper. Yeah, during, their job is just to keep the the faithful perspective, uh, that knowing that all is
1: working out for the highest good. Right, and ever, behind every great man is a woman who believes the man can be great. Yeah, and that made versa. me think. That made me think that you you could use the prayer line as your faith keeper. And I was thinking about that when I send them a prayer. They get to hold the high vision. They know that I'm capable of this. Like, they hold that high watch for me. Right. And, they'll, and they're doing that for 30 days. So you have your own faith keeper That's right. with the You Pray app or the, the Silent Unity prayer line.
4: I would think that if the woman was standing behind you, she'd be kicking you in the ass.
1: Well, my woman does, thank God, or I wouldn't be standing here today. All right, good. All right. All right. So
4: next up is something we love, hold dear, the Daily Word. And uh, if you want to subscribe, again, you can go to DarylNed.com. There's a link to subscribing there on our Facebook page, too. We just put the link for the new $4.99 uh, digital deal they have going, which is for your phone or, you know, your email. And uh, you can access the whole thing on the website. You can even go to the bottom of our DarylNed.com. Oh, each day, the new Daily Word comes up. You can go to DailyWord.com and just read it every day there. But having the paper version, I get the, the, the large print version, Because I like it. It's more like a children's book. It's larger. Daryl gets one that he can fit in the back of his tight jeans. Like James Bond. Yeah, I guess so. uh, (laughs) But we recommend you do the same. And today, we're completely blessed. And who do we have on today? We
1: have Reverend David McClure, who is actually the first Unity minister I
6: ever heard. Yes, so welcome. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Oh, oh fantastic. Now
1: that you're on board, we can relax and hand this hand over the helm to someone who can drive the ship properly. It does certainly
4: feel that way. It does, <laughs> it does certainly feel that way. I'm sure Jeff Comfort feels the same way when he sees us scurrying around on the deck trying to keep this thing moving. Yes. Um so uh, you know what I I was wondering what he was going to say. We over the break we were talking about Pete Carroll from the Seattle Seahawks coach and I said he seems like a great motivator of people because I see the way the people who play for him love him and you know they on the you know they play for each other. I was wondering David uh you said that there's one other piece to it too it, that you were going to mention. I was wondering what that was.
6: Well, he's a great motivator, but I think he's also a great um um spiritual teacher. I think that he um, really believes in the potential within each of his players mm. and um, works with them to draw out that potential and uh, is is always looking for the very best in in uh, each player, not only on the field but off as well. So <clears throat> I think of him as a a football metaphysician. I think that he um, um, knows how to. Um, spin a, um, a framework uh, that all of his players can believe in and get behind, and uh, they're already talented. But um, by the time he uh, weaves his magic spell, they're they're even more talented than uh, uh, their uh, statistics show. So I I, I really uh, admire the guy. I think he's he's amazing and. Uh, Uh, Really brings best out in uh, in the players Mm. that are are under him,
4: and I hear the difference there, uh, or the the fine tuning of what you're saying relative to motivation versus uh, sort of inspiring someone to bring out the best that they have. And you know, I I always I I like to watch the the Lakers in the past, and you know, Phil Jackson was the same way. And a lot of people don't understand them or will judge them as leaders because, like Phil, was known for letting them play, and he wasn't always up and down the court. He would. Teach them during practice, but he wanted them to activate and and you know bring their best out when it came to the game time and that's why he was known for working with all these what they would call egos and getting them to harmonize because he would let them be them and uh, so that that's a good, a good well you point were talking
6: there. about joy before and if you mm-hmm. ever watch Pete Carroll on the sideline when uh, there's a good play. He just, he's as joyful as a kid. He gets giddy and he mm. leaps up and down and uh, uh, can hardly contain himself. Uh, so there's a lot of joy that he expresses. Uh, and, you know, um, the prayer of enjoyment uh, is uh, simply put as simply saying, I'm enjoying this. That's the prayer of enjoyment. And yes. uh, no matter what uh, you're dealing with in your life, if you can begin with a prayer of enjoyment, then you bring, as you were quoting before, bring joy into the situation. And whether it's a football game or um, uh, challenging, uh, a challenging right. relationship or, or your health or whatever it is.
4: Well, that's that goes along with what we were saying before, which is patience is more... Na- it's really when we're in our natural state, like with Pete Carroll these guys, people might say he's patient with these players that no one else can manage. But for okay. him, it doesn't probably feel like patience. It feels like joy because right. he loves doing it. He loves sparking the um, potential in someone else. And that's what I was saying. That's, how, that's the way I am. I'm a special ed- I teach special education. And people say I'm patient, but I don't feel like it's patience because I love the kids so much. I feel like it's just joy. I, I enjoy Encouraging them to be who they are and bring out their best, and it's uh, it feels great that that if that's patience, then I'll definitely take it.
1: Well, I think because patience as a word and the way it's emphasized, it's more of being when whenever you hear the word, I guess I just have to be patient, or you should be patient. It's almost like I gotta be re- I gotta restrict myself from yeah. being upset that mm. I'm not getting my way right. instead of yeah. doing. Like what I like what David said. Just quickly shift to the prayer of enjoyment, or I love that
4: the
6: prayer of enjoyment. Or like
1: in the third step, or in like in AA in the third step. Like I'm going to decide to believe in positive outcomes. I'm going to choose to enjoy this. Yes, and wonder what wonderful way this is going to turn out. Yes, and not control or expect how. it
6: should come. That's right. That's right well, we can... sell ourselves we sell ourselves short when we aren't patient uh, as mother Teresa said without patience we learn less in life we see less we feel less yeah. we hear less so when when you are uh, willing to be patient there's so much more that's yes. available to you
1: oh yeah unexpected wonderful surprises that's when I'm, yeah I'm patient and I think that's what patience with
4: maturity really doesn't Feel like waiting in any way. as, as Daryl and I wrote in the description, it becomes a state of joyful expectancy. Like what good is coming now? Where is the right. good going to come from? You know, like, but it's more joyful expectancy than, yeah. than like painful waiting or anything like that.
1: Right. Because the prop, my understanding of patient now means I'm putting all my trust in God so much so right. that now I can look forward with this bubbling enthusiasm yeah. underneath my surface. Right. And I have actually become, a, 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 I was going to say, a benefit to
6: others when I'm like that's that. right. Because then mm-hmm. I could
1: be reassuring because I'm choosing to trust in God. Yes.
6: Well, you know the phrase, I can hardly wait. Um, that's what we think of in, in terms of patience. But if if you go into a situation and say, I can hardly wait to see the good that's going to come out of this. Yeah. Yes. Um, you can wait and and should wait until you see the good that comes out of it. But uh, you're just so excited, and so you know it's like kid of around Christmas time. I can hardly wait for Christmas. Yeah. Um, they know something great is going to happen if they just are willing to right. hang in there with it.
4: And then we spread that joy to the yeah. people around us and live our day joyfully because yes. of that joyful expectancy. Yes. Yes. And everyone else is blessed in the process, and it becomes instead of selfish it. It becomes something very right. uh, generous. You yeah, know? it's a generous form of
1: yeah. Life. We're we're actually shining a light on a whole new meaning of patience for a lot of our yes. listeners because I'm really seeing patience now as a form of generosity. We've been called a couple of uh-huh. patients before. Well, I was called the yeah, outpatient, but that was, you know, but for some patients. reason I had, yeah, I was tied to the bed. I don't know why. Well,
6: it's very interesting that you use that word, you know, patient and and patience, because that's really what the healing process is. You have to be willing to wait, knowing that there's more hidden within you to yes. be revealed. And so oh, you're yes. lying there in bed, you yes. know, Um and you can think of it as an ordeal or you can think of it as, uh, you know, uh, so something true. great is uh, about to happen. Well, and, you are um, one to sp- speak on that, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, you know, the book I'm writing, as I've told you before, th- actually, the title is But Wait, There's More. Mm. And it's about waiting. And and I've been a notorious person who uh, can't wait uh, uh, I I give up too soon, or I I throw in the towel, or whatever it is, and I've realized that uh, if I just wait a little longer, something miraculous can happen, such as the uh, drug that uh, the FDA approved, which I am on, which has put my cancer into remission. And uh, you know, I uh, the doctors had really given up on me, and um, I'd given up on me uh, to the point where. Um, I realized that I I probably wasn't going to be around very much longer, but that was two years ago, and uh, here I am today, and um, pretty much cancer free. So, uh, awesome. I, but I had to wait till the 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 researchers and the chemists and the and the engineers and whoever else uh, you know got together and made this concoction that works so miraculously in my body. So uh, you just have to hang in there a little longer.
4: Will you hang in there a little longer after the break and read The Daily Word when we come back from the break? I shall do that. All right, so coming after the break, Reverend David McClure will read The Daily Word, which is patience. We got a mailbag, joke of the day, and more. So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. This one is called The Pants. Take eight.
1: yoga.
7: you ask with childlike wonder what is the nature of god who is jesus what is the christ how do we know what we know when you ask these or other heart-centered questions about the non-physical intangible aspects of life you are on some level a student of metaphysics new from unity house and nearly five years in the making heart-centered metaphysics a deeper look at unity teachings is now available This is Paul Hasselbeck, author of this quintessential study guide. Enjoy a deeper exploration of universal spiritual principles and truths, whether you're just starting or have been seeking for years. Each thought-provoking chapter of heart Center metaphysics speaks to truth-seekers like you, providing essential tools to help elevate your consciousness and create spiritual transformations in your outer life and circumstances. Order your copy today from the Unity Online Store. At www.unity.org, then click on Shop.
2: Spirit of Recovery is the place where spirituality and recovery meet, where we support your spiritual growth. Reverend Anna Schaus, PhD, interviews down to earth guests who share with you how they keep going and growing in recovery. Spirit of Recovery is the place to get practical tips and join in lively discussions on topics that matter to recovering people. This program welcomes everyone who wants to know more about recovery. Join Anna and her guests live every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Central Time on Spirit of Recovery, where we talk about what keeps you growing. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
3: We now return to The Funniest Thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio.
4: All right, welcome back to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, and it is time to stop, collaborate, and listen. And stop.
1: In the name of the law.
4: That's right. And as before the break, we were talking with Reverend David McClure, Unity Minister. We have him with us. He's going to read The Daily Word to kick off. This portion of the
6: show. So, David, let's hear it. Okay, very good. Today is Wednesday, December 2nd, 2015, and the uh, subject is patience. I am patient and confident, for I know God is at work in my life. Uh, uh. And it goes on to say, living in an age of rapid communication, text messages, live news broadcasts, and more... That's convenient. Yet when I have to wait for other things, such as a package to arrive or the work week to finish, patience becomes very necessary. A seed cannot be rushed, no matter how eager or how fervently I long to taste its fruit. If I find myself impatient today or forcing uh, an outcome, I pause to observe my intentions and my actions. I rekindle my faith by shifting my attention toward confidence in God's perfect timing. I remind myself that things will work out in the right time and in the right way. Patience gives me peace of mind in my daily activities and for my long-term goals and dreams. And our Bible reading is from uh, Luke eight fifteen these are the ones who when they hear the word bear fruit with patient endurance
4: Wow anyone who, okay I I, I, interrupted. I was say anyone who just tuned in should go back to the second segment because David said some amazing things we were talking about the the word patient and regarding like a medical patient and and he's got a book coming that he's working on weight. Uh, there's more, and that could have been the title of today's show. I'm just like blown away right now at how you're <laughs> the perfect person to be on our show today.
6: Yeah, well, uh, I'm just looking at a quote, too, from uh, uh, Henry Neuwen, uh, who said, The word patience means a willingness to stay where you are and live the situation out to the full, uh, to the full, right where you are, in the yes. belief that there's more there that will reveal itself to you yes that's so, it isn't you know, it because
4: we think that there's not more yeah that's our mind right. is, is capable of believing there's not more but we're blind to the, all the goodness that's happening around us and it, it really is like god reveals these amazing gifts to us and they've been there all along and we're like so relieved because we realize they've been there all along but there's something yeah. about that process of Recognition and realization
1: that seems to be a part of our this life that we live. It's almost like God has a wonderful gift for me, and he said, and, and intuitively saying, "Okay, just stay right here. Yes. I'll be right yeah. back with your gift." Yeah. And I he leaves <laughs> and then I'm like, "Going, that's, well, I don't think he's coming back. I'm going to go look for him." Right. And then I leave, uh-huh. and he comes back with some wonderful thing that's yes. perfect for me right at this moment. He goes, "Ah, oh, shoot, did he leave again?" I know.
6: Oh, what? <laughs> oh boy, that is so true. <laughs> That is true.
4: That is great. Uh, we have got to get moving. We've got some th- other beautiful jokes and mailbag and stuff. We want to thank you, David, for coming on the show today.
6: Well, thank you, D- uh, Daryl and Ed. It's a pleasure to be on with you anytime, and uh, I appreciate uh, uh, chatting with you again, and uh, I wish you all the happiest of holidays coming up, and uh, um, hopefully we'll meet again soon absolutely oh, tell
4: donna we said hello yes uh, donna she sends we her love go. by the way yes definitely. we could have talked to you for an hour today because you are the perfect person for today's topic so we are very very grateful for yes you coming on we tonight. are
6: okay you guys enjoy the rest of your program
4: all right thank god bless you god take bless. care
6: god bless bye-bye
4: now should we tell everyone about the the day jeff comfort um was helping Daryl and Ed put their snow boots on. Yes, in, yes. Uh, during, on, during their last trip to Unity Village. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Let's let them know because this is important news. Speaking it's of very all, important I'm, news, speaking of live news broadcasts, yeah. this is timely.
4: Well, Daryl and Ed asked for help, and uh, when we were over there, and, and Comfort could see why. We were trying to put on our snow gear. We're not used to that, right? Not here in
1: Southern California. No. So
4: with Comfort pulling and Daryl and Ed pushing, we we're trying, We were trying to get our snow boots on, right? And uh, the boots they still wouldn't go on. They didn't want to go on. But by the time Comfort helped them get the final boot on, man, he had he worked on? Uh, he'd worked up a total sweat. Comfort almost lost it then when Daryl said, "Sorry to bother you, but my boots are on the wrong feet, Jeff." Comfort looked, and sure enough, they were. It wasn't any easier <laughs> pulling the boots off than it was putting them on. But Comfort managed to keep his cool as they worked together to get the boots back on, this time on the right feet. Thank you. Ed then announced, These aren't my boots. Comfort bit his tongue like he had learned in his spiritual classes, rather than get right in Ed's face and scream, Why didn't you say so? like you wanted to. Once again, Comfort struggled to help Ed pull his ill-fitting boots off. Ed
1: then said, Wait, oh yeah, these are my brother's boots. Daryl made me wear them because he said they were more stylish than mine. Comfort didn't know if
4: he should laugh or cry. Finally, he mustered up the grace to help Ed wrestle the boots back on his feet. Comfort then asked Daryl, All right, Daryl, now where are your mittens? And
1: Daryl said, Oh, yeah, I stuffed them in the toes of Ed's boots. Yeah! He's a patient man. He is a patient man. He's very kind to us. He is. (laughs) very special the male postal pitbull Gabby yeah. oh. We've so many amazing things this this show is so chock full of stuff but we don't have much time but I have to let our listeners know today is Gabby the postal pitbull's birthday and she happened to Oh, my God. Uh, Best Friends, the uh, animal rescue organization mm-hmm. yes. that Lori works for, sent out their thank you card for Christmas to all their donors. Yes. And guess who was on the cover? And now this had nothing to do with Lori. None other than Gabby the, the Postal, Postal Pitbull, Pitbull on
4: her birthday, of on all On her things. birthday,
1: email to thousands, tens of thousands of donors to Best Friends on her birthday. So we'll post that on our script yes. page. But Gabby is 13 years young today. That's right. And the first piece of mail was in our P.O. box. And it's actually a
4: card that Daryl designed that's available on our Facebook page. I think on DarylNed.com you can order it. It says, what can I do to ignite the flame of love in the hearts of mankind? Dogs and cats and Santa hats. But uh, it was, this is from Kathy Quinn. It says, dear Darrell and Ed, wishing you both peace, love, and happiness for the Christmas season and all year long. Thank you for bringing your wonderful message to the world and into my heart and home. I love you both and look forward to receiving your message for many years to come. Love, Kathy Quinn. Merry Christmas to Lori and Jennifer as well. Well, thank you. And Kathy Quinn is right here in Culver City. We I, love you.
1: I got. A, wait, Gabby's got. Is that a license plate? In your yeah. Mouth? What does that say? It says awesome, and it's a New Hampshire license plate. Yes. And this is from Rachel Yes, Gallant yes. in New Hampshire. And it says, Happy Thanksgiving, Daryl and Ed. I'm grateful for all your fun-loving wisdom, inspiration, and humor. I think you are both the awesome ones. Thank you for being you. And the plate actually says awesome, and we'll post that on our script Yes, and we have a couple
4: of YouTube comments. One's from Stephanie Tina. You'll read this one. I'll read this one. Stephanie Tina Havelka from Laguna Beach, California, and she was commenting on what's in your wallet. She said, I love this stuff. I needed this today. No accident. This was the very topic of the show. Thank you. And this one is from Christina Rabome. Or Robom, and we both were very happy to read this one. It was quite a relief.
1: It says, comment on those no strings attached YouTube video. That's right, we have a YouTube page. It says, that was fantastic and so needed. I am in completely different mental space after listening. You weren't sure how the first segment went? And I find that when I can't remember what I said or did, That's when God was flowing through me freely. That first segment was fantastic. Yes. Loved your song and dance. I don't even remember dancing, but thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And then she said she loves tuning in when she's in a bad mood because it always makes her not be annoyed. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And
4: we were talking, and we were talking about how much we love Jeff Comfort. You were just talking about how... Patient he was with yes. us, and helping us get our boots, boots on, on and everything. Last time we were at
1: Unity Village, he never gets irritated. He never shows his irritation with us no. when we, yeah, when we say words we're not supposed to on Unity Online Radio. The ladies, the I mean, all the guests just love Jeff. The la- the ladies in particular, we
4: always say it. he's a Kevin Cosner um, cut with John Travolta with a little bit of Don Knotts. Don Knotts. So. uh <laughs>
1: But you know what they say, right? What do they say about Santa?
4: His hair is Harlow gold. His lips are sweet surprise. His
1: hands hands are never never cold. cold. He's got Jeffrey comfort comfort eyes. Turn our music on, yeah. You You won't have have to think think twice. He's pure as Unity Village snow. He's got Jeffrey Comfort eyes. Visit DarylNet.com to find easy links to everything we do, including the Funniest Come. Thing podcast on iTunes, our YouTube page, and our Twitter David feed McClure. at DarylNeds, and the Funniest <laughs> Thing fan page on Facebook. Also, you can write us at Funniest Thing P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California 90232. Happy, happy and as always, thank you for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed on Unity he Online ease Radio. You. He'll unease you all the better, better just to please you. He's, he's precocious, precocious and, he and he knows just what it takes to make us sound nice. He's got Jeremiah. No, a garbo. standoff size. He's got. Jeffrey Comfort Eyes He's got Jeremiah Standoff Thighs He's got Jeffrey Comfort Eyes Yeah! Woo!
3: Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed.
5: When we think we love someone, we're actually loving what we think the other person may be able to give us. Love at its highest level demands nothing in return. Love is much more than an emotion, it is an inner quality that sees good everywhere and in everybody. It insists that all is good, and by refusing to see anything but good, it tends to cause that quality to appear uppermost in itself and in other things. Ask yourself, What kind of love am I radiating? Do I love with no concern about what I'll receive in return? Make the choice to love unconditionally, purely for the sake of loving. You'll become a healing, harmonizing influence on everyone and everything in your world. This message has been brought to you by the Association of Unity Churches International. To find a Unity Church near you, visit www.unity.org.